Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Thursday, July 6, 2023. This is edition number 111 of season 8. We're still looking at the Westminster Confession of Faith. We're in paragraph number 3 of chapter 20. Let's pray first, and then we'll look at this paragraph together. Father, as we again come to your word and we come to these important truths, we Ask once again, Lord, that you would teach and guide us and direct us, that you would protect your church from legalistic ideas and the traditions of men, that your people would fully understand the liberty they have in Christ. And we pray that you would guide us by your spirit. Forgive us for the times in which we have laid laws and rules over against our brothers and sisters. And may you be merciful to us now, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, paragraph number two, the matter that we took up in the Wednesday edition of the devotional is uh, continued really in paragraph number three. And I've already touched on some of these things already um, in the Wednesday edition. So I will try not to repeat myself, but just to emphasize the, the subject matter of which paragraph number three presents. Paragraph three of chapter 20, they who upon pretense of Christian liberty do practice any sin or cherish any lust do thereby destroy the end of Christian liberty, which is that being delivered out of the hands of our enemies, we might serve the Lord without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. 1 Peter 2.16, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Now, this touches on something that I mentioned just briefly in the Wednesday edition. We cannot appeal to the liberty of conscience and our Christian liberty and therefore then use that appeal as license to sin. Sin is any want of conformity unto or transgression of the law of God. Now, where the Word of God forbids a particular action, and it's clearly stated, then you cannot apply liberty of conscience to these things. You cannot abuse the law of liberty to sin against God. The example I think I used in the Wednesday edition is you cannot say that your conscience prevents you from the public worship of God. The Bible is quite clear that you should not resist the coming together as believers. The Bible is quite clear that God is to be worshipped publicly as well as privately. And to use the conscience card to appeal to that particular behavior is to sin against God because he is quite clear on this matter. You also cannot use the liberty card when it comes to those obvious statements that are given to us in the word of God rooted in the moral law of God. You cannot have other gods before you, even though you say, well, I have the one true God as number one. You cannot worship other gods. You cannot have images of other gods and say that's liberty of conscience. You cannot violate the holy name of God or, or denigrate the Lord's day and say it's liberty of conscience. You cannot break the fifth commandment and, and, and fail to give due reverence and honor to those superiors in your life to treat your inferiors as you ought you cannot say that it's okay for me to kill, uh, certainly with action or words, and, and it goes on throughout the Ten Commandments. You cannot apply the liberty of conscience card to any of those matters. God is quite clear as to what he demands of us, and there it is, and we ought to obey it. 
And so we need to rightly assess and rightly divide the Word of God on these matters. But you cannot use the liberty of conscience as an argument to sin. As you do, and if you do, then you are then destroying the whole point of the liberty of conscience because all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Now, I know people who do this. They, it is lawful to do certain things, things that I would not do, that my conscience would not let me do, but it may not be helpful. There are many well-meaning people in the church that think they're being helpful. And their behavior, with their words, with their particular choices of life. But it may not be helpful uh, to others. And it's not then therefore rooted in love for one another. And so again, as I mentioned yesterday, if you have certain things, certain areas of your life that you believe the God, that God is directing you to do, then by all means do it providing it's not a violation or transgression against the law of God. However, recognize that just because you do doesn't mean necessarily that others must do that which you think the Lord wants you to do. Again, also, it doesn't mean that the things that you've chosen to do are necessarily spiritual, holy, and righteous. They may be. Uh, But again, the law of love governs those things. All things are lawful. Not all things are helpful to your brothers and sisters. And I suspect if we were more mindful of our brothers and sisters in particular areas of life, we would probably not do the many different things that we may have right to do, but do not actually feed and help and strengthen and encourage the brethren. Let me give you some examples. I'll give you one. I recognize that this one is somewhat controversial, um, but I just want to use it as fodder. You can push back against this if you'd like. You can even disagree. That is certainly your prerogative. But one thing that I often struggle with is the need for, especially our ladies, but but even men, for piercings, uh, whether in the nose or in the tongue or wherever it may be. Frankly, I don't understand it. I I would never do that. I would not want my wife to do that, my children to do that. Um, because I sometimes wonder and think that as those that may, they may think they have liberty of conscience in this area, are they mindful of their brothers and sisters and what kind of things are being communicated? The way we dress, again, no rules that says women have to wear dresses all the time, men have to walk around with a shirt and tie all the time. However, there are certain circumstances in which those things are obviously appropriate. And I wonder, as we dress in the morning, are we mindful of our brothers and sisters? All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. And so we need to follow the law of love when it comes to these matters of Christian liberty. We need to think about other people more, more highly than we think of ourselves. Yes, you may have a right to dress in a certain way, in a certain circumstance, that may be your right, but does that help others? You may have a right to do, this, uh, do various things, but does that help others? So we need to always be mindful of those things and recognize that as we do them, we're operating out of the law of love uh, for others. Again, to do matters, do things that God clearly forbids, Um, is not an exercise of liberty, and it cannot be used. 
And so this paragraph helps make that point very clear because, in fact, people do this all the time. Uh, they appeal to their conscience when, in fact, their conscience is ill-informed as to what the Word of God actually teaches. And so they need their conscience strengthened by the truth of God's Word so that they might not sin against Him. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until um, the Friday edition, when we consider paragraph number four, I believe we'll take up paragraph number four in two parts. Let me just verify that for us. Paragraph number four. Yes, we will take this up in two parts, the Friday edition as well as the Monday edition. But until then, may the Lord help you to walk in his ways. God bless.